All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Fitness Education Online Podcast, the podcast where fitness professionals go to grow their fitness business. If you're in the fitness industry, you'll find tips and strategies from proven business experts. Now, let's start the show. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to the Fitness Education Online Podcast. I am super excited because we've got an absolute rock star on the line this week, all the way from the other side of the world, I believe somewhere in in Arizona. Uh, She's the CEO and founder at Fitness Fest, which is a fitness convention based in Arizona, which has been running for something like 24 years. I think she's lost count. It's been been running for that long, but it's been running for a long time. So she's seen a lot of things in the industry. So without further ado, let me introduce the one and only Ms. Janice Jakes. Janice, how are you? Oh, I am great. Thank you so much for asking me on your show. I'm I'm excited to be here. It, it's it's an interesting time for our fitness industry, and um, I'm happy to talk about it. So yes, hundred percent, especially with what you do. You know, the online fitness convention space had a had a bit of a an interesting year or two. So- oh yes, <laughs> yeah. But we had to do we had to do. I don't want to say had to because they really we pulled it off somehow. I was so nervous about it. But we did have to do, we did do two virtuals. We never imagined, you know, we postponed. We usually have it in April. We are outside of Phoenix, Arizona. And typically we have an annual event. And like you said, I I have lost count a little bit, but we're going into our 24th year. And we had to reschedule for September. And I never imagined, 2020. And I never imagined that that September would be virtual. And then 2021, April, we had another virtual and now we're finally ready for our in-person September 9th and 12th. So um, we're anxious to uh, get together live in person in September for sure. Yes. Yes. Well, we haven't had an in-person one in Australia since COVID. They're just starting to to come about now in like July, August, we'll start to do the, the face-to-face mm-hmm. ones back again. Um, but Janice, what I was hoping to do is you just tell us a little bit of this, or tell us the whole, tell us whatever you can in the next sort of 30, 35 minutes about Fitness Fest. Like, how did it start off? How did you come up with the idea? What was it like at the start? What was it like 20 years ago? What was it like 10 years ago? Okay. What was it like five years ago? What's <laughs> it like now? And, and what's the future? And what I'd like to do, if possible, is we, we speak about obviously Fitness Fest, but also the trends of the industry at the time, because that's what I think. Is, is one of your biggest strengths. You've just got such a pulse on what's hot at the moment, you know, and what wasn't hot five years ago and 10 years ago. So I, I'm just going to hand it over to you. Start where you want to start. How did Fitness Fest start? Okay. I probably have a different story than most other convention owners um, but uh, and founders. But I, um, I was teaching aqua fitness since, oh, I'm going to age myself, but 1985. So for quite some time and uh, aqua fitness, uh, water aerobics and swim lessons. And I just, you know, found I was really good at it. I, you know, got a bunch of different certifications, marketing, all that stuff and started training other instructors just in aqua. And then about 25, 26 years ago, um, there was a, a conference called aqua fest and 
they were going defunct and um, they basically handed me their mailing list. And it may not have been huge, but it was something that, of course, you're supposed to sell. And I was just in the right place at the right time and knew the right person who was giving me that. And that's really um, I had a a mini a mini uh, day aqua training. And then this came in my lap and then I started it there. So we started at a, a small health club in Chandler, Arizona. Um, our first conference only had, you know, 66 people, not much, you know, so we're a conference for fitness professionals, you know, personal trainers, group fitness instructors, aqua, yoga, all that. So we had 66 people and we even had like big names like Jay, I think maybe it was not the first year, but maybe the second, like Jay Blanick and Andre Houlet. Those are names. I don't know if you know them where you are, but those are big names from way back. And, um, but we had to like, this is when step was popular. Mm. Um, we had to drag people into our step class because people knew me from aqua. They knew me from water. So the water classes filled up and, um, we, we had like two people in our step workshop. <laughs> Wait, um, so me, it was, me, it was pretty small, but so just, then let me just get my head around this here. So your when you first started fitness fest, it wasn't just aqua, right? It was, it was everything. Correct. Awesome. It was not just, it was not just aqua. Awesome. Well, it wasn't supposed to be. The first year kind of was, but it (laughs) wasn't intended to be. Yeah. Awesome. But previously there was an aqua fit. There was an aqua fest, which was an aqua convention. Right. Which wasn't related to what you did, but they went defunct and just handed over their their database. Yes. Yep. Wow. Can I ask a couple questions on that? Sure. (laughs) What was the size of that database? Gosh, you know, I wish I remembered, but I really don't. Um, it wasn't huge, you know, it wasn't huge, but it was enough of a start between their list and between the, the, the list that I had created. Um, I always say, you know, create an email list, you know, and everyone's into social media. I am too, Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook, but you own your mailing list. So that is my, you know, my bread and butter. And that is my foundation. It's still very, very strong. So I had a little bit of a mailing list and, you know, it was probably just a couple thousand from them and Mm. maybe, you know, maybe not even a hundred from, from me, just people locally that I've trained or people that I've known locally. So it wasn't huge, but it was enough that I got, you know, I got my 66 people and I got, I got a start. So question with this Janice, because I still think like, they just handed you over the list, but there must have been like, and I know you said you're in the right place at the right time, but you must have done some good stuff leading up to that. You know, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have just handed it over to, to any idiot, right? So I'm guessing. Yeah. That- and, and to be honest, it was just one of the one, one, I hope no one's listening because I don't know if this person was supposed to do that. So it was really just one woman who was a colleague and a, you know, a confidant or friend of mine. So yes, let's hope that they weren't handing it over to an idiot. Yes. So I'll, I'll toot my own horn for saying I must've been, and I had been a presenter at their conference. So. Yeah. I think, well, the message I think is important for the listeners is you can't just sit on your butt and expect that someone's going to hand you over an email list, you know? No, because you it's, to, yeah. Yeah, you were doing some right. good things. You were building relationships. You were presenting at these other things. Mm-hmm. You know, you were doing your own thing as well. So it just sort of made sense. And one of my favorite quotes is, um, the harder you work, the luckier you get. You know, I think you were doing some some good stuff there. And as a result, it, it came about. So I think that's important there. And just so I can get my head around this, what um, where'd you come up with the ID, Janice? It was like, great, they gave you that list there. Was that the, was that the point where you were like, you know what, I'm going to do a, a whole fitness thing? 
or was he, were you going to do that anyway? Where no, did you I, I, I probably was not going to do that anywhere, but uh, anyway, but probably a year before that, um, my friend and colleague, um, Connie Lagerhausen and I had had this one day great aqua event. And we really, you know, it was this five hour event that we really got like, I mean, we charged like 50 bucks for it. And it was five hours. We gave them a lunch and, you know, and, and we had probably like 50 people. So that was a start of it. And, uh, and I got off on it, let's say it, it fed my soul and my ego too. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, you got to admit, you got to have a little bit of ego when you're, when you're um, an instructor. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it just, it fed my soul. I was very passionate about training in that five hour event. I was very passionate and really got off on when I presented for that particular conference um, over the years, of course, I've presented for, um, idea and SCW and, and all that. And of course at my own conferences. So it just, it, it really is um, very, um, it just, it, it makes my heart feel good and my soul feel good to, to share what I know and what I have learned over the years with others. It's just, you know, um, it, it, it's a, it's a fun thing to do and it's a, it's a serving thing to do. And it's just, you know, it's, it's good stuff. So, but to, you know, to your point, it, it's, it's really true. The more people you talk to, the yeah. more you network, the more opportunities you get. If you, you're right. Mm-hmm. If you just sit on your butt, ain't nothing going to happen. Yeah. So, um, so it probably was uh, a decent amount of networking I was doing back then. And then this woman, you know, gave me the list. So, cool. yeah. So I had no intention of it before. It just like things just started clicking and happening. And then and then after that first year, like as the years went on, figured out how to market to that group fitness instructor, not just the aqua instructor, how to market to that personal trainer. And then over the years, just picking up different pieces of a little more yoga, a little more Pilates, um, you know, and then and now well, I, I don't want to skip to already to now, but just figuring out what the personal trainer wants to see and, and what turns them on and what the group fitness instructor, you know, what, what is what they want to see, what they want to do. And then, you know, the aqua instructor I already had handled because that is what, you know, my baby. Um, but then of course the yoga and the Pilates. And, and so we, we figure when I say we, I have a great administration team and, and, and without them, uh, I mean, they're just so loyal, so dedicated, so into it also. So over the years, and I've had several of them for, for quite some time, for several years, um, even from the beginning, almost the beginning. So they help with the marketing and the ideas and just getting that word out there and growing that email database and that list. Uh, like I said, back back 24 years ago, there was no such thing as Facebook and Instagram. I don't even remember when you know, Facebook, what year, maybe, you know, but then of course, having to, having to figure out how to market to your Facebookers and your Instagram and all that, which we're all still trying to figure out, right. Mm. As it, as it changes. So um, yeah, so we grew, we stayed at that health club for probably two or three years. We outgrew it pretty quickly. We moved over to Arizona state university. Um, we were there for at least five or six years. What sort of number? Give us some numbers, Janice. Went from sixty-six. What? Num- when did you outgrow the the health club? What sort of registrant numbers? When we when we got to about one hundred and fifty or two hundred, yep. we outgrew it. 
you know, I mean, it was just a small health club and then ASU, um, Arizona State University, which a lot of people have probably heard of is a big, you know, very, very large university here in Tempe, Arizona. So um, it, we had just so much more space um, to move around, to dance around, to groove around. And so, um, you know, we started getting into the hundreds. I mean, my Mac, you know, we, we, we probably hit about 500 uh, 500 participants over the past few years. So Arizona State probably had a few hundred at that time. And, you know, we have a great, like, right now we have seven tracks, like seven things going on at once, all day, Friday, all day, Saturday, all day, Sunday. And so what we do is each track is, say, an hour and a half or two hours. And one of the tracks, one of the tracks attracts the personal trainer, one is a lecture, one is aqua, one is more for the mind body, Pilates yoga. Um, and, um, and now we have a, now we're pretty strong on the business track because I believe that so I'm going to say we call it actually business and self development because I believe where our industry is going and has gone over the past couple of years is not just about I don't want to say meathead, but not just about building up the bicep and not just about lifting weights and having, you know, the eight pack, but about how to really touch and embrace and impact your student and your client. And to do that, you've got to have your own self development and, you know, be not we have the do, no diva rule, right? So no diva presenters, no diva, no divas, um, you know, it, for our attendees and just, you know, there being approachable and being kind. What's that? There goes my chance. Uh, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I don't think you're too probably too much of a diva, <laughs> you know, so just approachable and kind. And so I think the, I think the, the self-improvement, I think a lot of us, humans, not just presenters and fitness professionals, but us humans, um, certainly because of COVID, um, have said what's really important in life, you know, being a good person and trying to make a difference and an impact on other people. And that's what's so cool about being a personal trainer and a group fitness instructor is making a difference physically and mentally to other human beings. And um, I, you know, I, like I said, I've taught water aerobics for almost 35 years and I lost my whole group because the, the club I was teaching at for 23 years is no longer. And that, that group of, of people, mostly women, but men too, had such a bond with each other. I mean, group fitness instructors, group fitness attendees students do but water aerobics even more so and to to lose that relate those relationships with them was just you know pretty pretty devastating for 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 them even more than for me and so I tried to find them all different homes um, different places to go because you do build a relationship so that kind of stuff is really important um, so the self-development um, business courses and business workshops and like everyone's going, a lot of people are instructors are going online and trainers are, are of course doing stuff online. I think that is here to stay. Is that, a track? Um, is that going to be a track I, in September online? What's that? Uh, is that going to be a track in September online training? There's, there, it's not a complete track, but there's definitely oh. workshops on it. There's workshops on social media, um, building your brand, um, you know, what to do 
you know, what kind of equipment to use for your online to make yourself look good. All that stuff um, is, is definitely part of it. Yes. We know that kind of a business and self-development track. Yes. Love it. Okay. So question for you, Janice, what I'm super curious about is how the industry has changed. So 25-ish years, you know, you were, you were you probably started in the late 90s, you know, you were around in the early 2000s, in the 2010s, and then then now. Maybe if you could spend a few minutes letting us know sort of each each bracket, like what was it like in the 90s? Then what was it like in the 2000s? Then in the 2010s? And, and where are we going now? Would that work with you? Let's take a quick break. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. Yes, I'll try to. I'll try to bring up my my brain waves here. <laughs> well, um, so when was your first one? Do you remember the year, the very first year of Fitness Fest? I do. Um, Step was popular. Um, weights, uh, body sculpt, body toning, all that stuff. Uh, not that it's not popular now, but the total body conditioning and the step aerobics and more of the hardcore core stuff. Like HIT wasn't even really popular then. I don't even know if we called it that then um, or Tabata, but but the step and the and the more hardcore stuff and the let's really get in there and pack those classes. Was and- Les Mills popular? Because in Australia, Les Mills was huge at, at those times there. Was it Les Mills based or was it more just freestyle step? It, it, we had a lot of freestyle stuff. Yeah. It was a couple of years into it. Then we definitely did. We did have, there was only probably a couple of years that we had uh, some less, some less Mills, but yeah, we had some body pump and we probably had some, some, some step two back maybe in the fourth or fifth year of it. So yes, it, it is, it is not as popular here as it is where you guys are, yeah. but um and it's not as popular now as it was probably 10 years ago here, yeah, yeah. but some of the clubs still have um, definitely still have Les Mills. So we intertwined a little bit of the Les Mills in there year four, year five, um, started getting more into um, less. I think probably the hit and the Tabata came around, you know, the five through 10 years. Um, water was still popular. Just, just so we can get in my head around that. That would have been in the early 2000s sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Right. Right. Um, and, but what really I'm probably skipping about five years. Oh, TRX. And we're having TRX um, in September as well, which I'm super excited about because we had it. So we moved to ASU and then we moved to the Jewish Community Center in Scottsdale, which is a beautiful, beautiful facility. Um, nice, large, and, and really had a great caterer, caterer there as far as the food. Great outdoor, huge outdoor pool. We were probably there for about six or seven years. And um, TRX was popular then. A lot of just we had really large, you know, the boot camps. Started indoor and outdoor, large boot camps, circuit training, super popular. Um, and about the sixth year that we were in, at the JCC, 
trying to think what, so that was about eight years ago when we finished up at the JCC and then outgrew that and went to a hotel. Um, 2010 sort of thing now. Yeah. A little bit, probably maybe about 2012 ish or so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You're testing my brain here, but um, (laughs) what was, what really became popular then for us and is still probably the most popular is active aging adults, older adults, baby booners. And Mm -hmm. as a matter of fact, um, FAI, which stands for Functional Aging Institute, they hosted our, um, we we hosted them for their first certification and um, we sold out for them. We had to turn people away. We had over 65 people and uh, they were, you know, so that was, so that was kind of the start of our really getting popular in the active aging. It's a great organization. They still, they're still one of our sponsors. They're still going to be here in September. Dr. Dan Ritchie and uh, Dr. Cody Sipe are the owners of FAI. So that was just a big, whoa, wow. So active aging adults is uh, more popular, popular for us than um, some of the other conferences and, but still the TRX and still the Zumba, you know, we've had the Zumba certification with us for probably the past six years. So, and then, you know, strong by Zumba bar is very popular with us probably for the past eight or so years, we've got the bar above. So we've, what we've got is September 9th, we've got certification and pre-con day. So those are our more extensive, intensive eight hour trainings or four, four, eight hour trainings. We've got bar above, we've got Zumba, we've got a marketing and branding. We've got yoga fit for seniors. We've got a postural, um, postural alignment, which is a new Saviar product. So, and then we've got an aqua one. So bar has been very, um, very popular for us. Zumba's of course, popular for everybody. And Past corrective, I would say the past 10 years has corrective exercise and assessment is very popular in our trending, but for our conference um, also, you know, the, the people are interested in doing things right. Trainers are interested in, you know, corrective exercise and assessment and make, you know, rather than let's just go beat everybody up and let's just make everybody sweat. Let's do it right. Let's make sure we correct someone who's got, you know, a bad posture, bad alignment, let someone who's got knee issues, let's figure out some modifications and options for us. So those type of workshops have been very popular for us. And I believe also the industry as well, you know, for the past 10 years, whereas the 20, 25 years ago, we just wanted to beat everybody up. Now we got to fix everybody. Now we got to feel, heal everybody. Right. So is that kind of, what do you see? where you are. Do you see that too? Is, is um, active aging adults and, and, and more of the healing, maybe the words not healing, but no, you're still beating everybody up over there. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. So yes, definitely the, the active aging. So my business fitness education online, we run online summits. We run maybe three or four a year. Um, And we ran a seniors one recently, and that was our most popular one ever. So yes, that's huge. The other market that's really popular over here is is training special populations. Yeah. So did you see something similar in your end too? We do too, yes. Yeah, because it, it's a, a population that I guess was ignored 
Well, not even underserved for sure. Yeah. Yeah, underserved. That's a better word. Um, underserved and, and not always the most gyms weren't always the most friendly place, you know, and nothing against the gym, but it's just it wasn't designed for that. You know, there might be people that, you know, aren't good around other people. There might be, you know, um, physical limitations as well. So they're the two things that I'm I'm really seeing over here. Um, the online is an interesting one, and, and that's what I want to go to over here. Obviously, the past year or two, everyone's been very heavily uh, online because they had to. What are your thoughts moving forward, Janice? From, from moving forward here, where is online going to fit? Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I think it's going to fit in for that trainer and that instructor who wants to serve as many people as possible, not just because that's they want to make a living out of it, but because they want to reach more people and because it's important for them to reach more people. Uh, I think that the true good trainer and instructor will do both. Um, and when I say that, I like to see the trainer and the instructor who cares about humanity and not just making a buck, but I believe they deserve to make a buck too. So if it all can tie in. So I believe that online is here to stay, but I also believe we're going to see people getting, people are already, of course, getting back to the, into the gyms here in Arizona. We have been more and more and more. Um, everything's opened up now. I don't think anything's really limited. They're not making for the most part, they're not making people wear masks here anymore. So I do think the in-person is going to grow, but I do think our new normal is that some people have decided, hey, I like not having to drive back and forth to the gym. I like doing it when I want to do it. I, I like that. So, um, but I don't think all of them do. I think that there's people like, uh, like myself, who loves the, you, you can't, I just don't think you can beat the energy, energy and the vibe yeah, of being in person for a conference or for, yeah. or for working out. So, yeah. but not everybody feels that way, whether it's still having a little fear or whether it's, Hey, you know, and I'm not going to call it lazy because that's not what it is. It's just, you know, okay. I, I, I don't mind staying home. I don't want to drive there. So, and, uh, if that works and trainers can reach more people, it's great that trainers and instructors can reach people all over the world. It's not just a great thing for making more of an income, but it's a great thing for reaching people who've never been able to be reached before. And, uh, you know, in the older population, speaking of them, you know, you wouldn't think they'd understand how to get on Zoom or get on technology, but it has the statistics on that and the research on that is amazing how many are figuring it out and whether their grandkids tell them how to do it, show them how to do it, or they're figuring it out. It's a beautiful thing. Mm. Um, you know, my I talked to did an online program during, um, during COVID, you know, and my mom hates computers. So, if she yeah. it, you know, it just, it definitely, my, my take on what happened during COVID is it made a lot of people more open to it. 
I think yeah. China's always sort of had the idea, you know, ah, oh, there's these apps, you know, there's these, you know, things going on, there's ways you can do it online. But I think your average person was like, training, or how does that work? You know, why would I do that? Why don't I go on YouTube or, or whatever it is? But I think that during COVID, a lot of other people's, a lot of the um, clients' minds were open and were like, oh, you know what? It's actually not that bad. Oh, okay. Right. You know, this, this actually can be a benefit for me. I'll actually like it better. So I think that was, um, yeah, that's what I saw during COVID. Yeah, I agree. And myself, um, you know, I'm no spring chicken. So, uh, you know, when COVID hit, um, my team and I said, okay, how are we going to stay connected with these, with our, with our, with our fans? Let's call them fans. So we started this weekly Friday um, Zoom called Fit Pro Connection. And every week we had a panel and we had a topic, you know, the topic could be anything from um, what do we do, you know, going back to the gym and cleanliness or, you know, connecting with older adults or just all sorts of things. I mean, everything. And, and so it be, it really, first of all, it, well, first of all, it stayed, we stayed connected with our people. And second of all, what we didn't know what happened is we really grew our database. So like, wow, people were coming out of the woodwork. So it, it was fun. And to your point about, oh, this isn't so bad, like me trying to learn Zoom and, and, you know, the technology, which I'm not very good at, but I guess, you know, I'm not too horrible now, but I still love people so much. I learned during COVID, I am such a people person. And I mean, most instructors are, but not everybody, but I just, I didn't know how much I was. So when I'm on the Zoom calls, I am searching through every little Brady Bunch box and seeing these people and saying, oh, hi, oh my gosh, you're here. You know, I'm like upset. I just love it. So, and it got to me, we're still doing these Fit Pro connections and it got to be almost like, I felt like I was really with them. It, it was my new reality. So we do figure it out. We figure it out. And, and um, you've got to be resilient. You've got to be positive and you've got to, you know, stay strong for yourself and for your family and for your, you know, for your, for your customers. So uh, I feel that Fitness Fest did, did, did a good job of staying connected with everybody. And that was back in the beginning of COVID, like we had it at three o'clock our time on a Friday, like nobody was working or doing anything. So we had a, we had a lot of people. Now we don't have as many people show up for it because people actually have jobs now. So, so that's a good thing. That's okay. We'll True. take it. True. Okay. So apart from online, Janice, what do you think is the, the next biggest trend that we'll see in the fitness industry and that you'll see at, at Fitness Fest over the next couple of years? I think a lot, and I don't even want to call it nutrition anymore because we've had nutrition tracks forever, you know, since probably day one. I think holistic nutrition, mm -hmm. um, topics about intermittent fasting and eating healthy and organic and all that stuff. I think that's one of the trends and you will see that at Fitness Fest. Uh, I think you will, you know, we will still have that action, um, the pound and the Zumba and the high fitness will still have that energy group fitness stuff. And I hope we'll always have that because that's what really turned me, turns me on. I'll never forget when we were at ASU, you know, back 15 years ago. And I, I just was in the room when, with 60 people just rocking out to great loud music and dancing together. And I just had goosebumps all over my body. So I, I believe that that is here to stay. I believe, like I said, more of the getting down to reaching that special population, like you said, was popular with you as well. And, and understanding how to work with 
those populations, whether it be an older adult or whether it be the obese, knees, shoulders, all that, or the, or the shy person who, who, you know, needs to stay online. So um, I think, I think those are things that uh, are, are trending, um, like, you know, call it new holistic nutrition. And uh, that's, that's pretty popular with us. I think that will grow. I hope that will grow. Um, Pilates is pretty popular with us. We, with us, we don't have a whole lot of it. Bar remains to be popular. Yoga, I think COVID made us all try to sit and chill a little bit more. Um, yoga's always been fairly popular with us too. Um, so yeah, I, I, I hope I answered that. Um, a lot of it, re- and, and, and still doing some self-development, self-improvement and, um, and understanding how to do, have an online presence. Um, social media, I think is important to understand how to build your brand and how to reach more customers. We always, well, we don't always have that in the past, probably four years, four or five years, you know, that has grown with us. We will, you will see that in September. You will probably see that in the future. And, um, you know, when you, you said we're good at selecting, you know, popular things, and I believe that we do, uh, I tell you what we do. We ask our customers what they want. We want feedback. You know, we get amazing feedback. Uh, we, we have like 60 presenters this September, and they're all, like I said, approachable, down to earth. They want to, they want to talk to their, their attendees. You know, they want to help afterwards and during and all that, 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 uh, so we pride ourselves in asking for feedback, listening to feedback and, and giving, giving the attendees, you know, what they want and in knowing what is popular with us, knowing that, that we are, you know, the active aging and it is, is going to be popular. And those are usually our biggest classes, but also knowing that group fitness is, is popular as well. And what's, you know, what is popular, you know, pound is, is still popular. We're, like I said, I'm excited to have TRX, um, which I think really grew during COVID. I don't know about where you are, but it really grew during COVID because of the, all the online. So yeah. I, um, you know what, I, it, Personally, yes, because I've got a TRX and it yeah. was just perfect for me. I would just, because yeah. we could still go outside and, and exercise on your own, you know. And Hanging would, on a tree, right? Yeah. yeah. I would just walk outside. I live across the road from a park. I would just go outside, hanging across the road from a park. So easy to work out. So it was huge for me. I don't think it was a huge push in Australia, though, to be honest. Whether it's not a, a big enough market over here or whether it's not as, it doesn't have the awareness, it wasn't a huge hit over here with the general public. But for me, I loved it during COVID. Yeah, I think they really did a good job on their online, their online training. They did just a yeah. lot. Of, they they focused on their marketing for that because they haven't yeah. done any live conferences for several years. To well, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure they've been at Idea, but um, you know, they didn't. They didn't. They did so well when they were at the JCC with us eight or 10 years ago. I don't know why they didn't, but they just kind of changed, you know how people say they changed their model. So they kind of changed their model, I guess. But so, um, so we're, we're glad to have them back, but I believe they grew their online presence because it was easy. Like you said, you could just buy a strap and, and hang it on a tree or hang it in your, in your, in your gym or, you know, from your, even if you don't have a gym, but a lot of people went to, you know, their garage gyms and they bought all the equipment and they, and they're probably there to stay. Um, But I think I'm hoping that people will come out of their, out their, their garages and, and be with human beings because human beings were meant to be with human beings. 
You know, we need that connection. We need that, that personal touch and that just that connection, that energy, that vibe, you cannot get that vibe and that energy um, online. I mean, I, I think it's great. And I think it's very important to continue it, but we are super excited that we get to gather in person um, for our next, our next fitness fest in Phoenix in September. And, uh, and, and I know everyone else, not everyone, some people are not, but most people are because we got tons of registrations right off the bat. So uh, we're pe- you know, instructors and trainers are people, people. So we want to gather as long as we feel safe and we will, we've got the Sheridan um, Marriott hotel, which is right outside of Phoenix, Arizona. We're about 10 minutes from sky Harbor international airport. And um, it's a beautiful hotel, great park, um, lake, fake lake. We have fake lakes here in, in Arizona, beautiful palm trees. So we can do a couple things outside. Like we can have some early morning yoga sessions outside and we're going to do a couple things. Most of it's in the convention center, but uh, yeah, it's a beautiful resort style hotel. Our rooms are going for only 129 a night. So that's pretty unheard of. Um, you, uh, so, you're, you're almost tempting me to go down there. What day? You sh- you should come. You can be my guest. I'd love to treat you. Yeah, September yeah. 9th to the 12th. I think I'm going to do it. We've got Filex over here in Australia, which is a similar thing, but that's the early. That's in September 1 2. So I think I can make it over. You know what? I think I'm going to do it. I'll, All I'll, right. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. But I think I'm. Yeah, do because I will definitely treat you. It's fitnessfest.org. So let me let me plug that website. <laughs> and let me just let me, I know you would have asked me anyways, but I just want to say that there's a lot of stuff on our website. But when you go to fitnessfest.org, you can click on the agenda and things are color coded. So if you just want aqua, you can it will say aqua and then Friday you can find all the aqua stuff. If you just are interested in active aging or or Pilates, whatever, you can find that easier. And um, what else you can do, if there's a presenter that you happen to like, you can click on Petra Kolber's, just threw out her name, Petra Kolber. If you want to click on her cute face, then you can see that she's doing coffee talk on Sunday morning. You can see the other workshops that she's doing. You know, we've got June Khan, we've got um, Carolyn Erickson, Trisha Murphy Madden. I don't know who knows what. For us, it's like, for me, it's like, yeah, we've got some great fun names, but everyone's so great and so down to earth and so knows their own skills and their craft and, and are experts in their workshop. So um, everybody is, is um, everyone, all our presenters are special. All our attendees are special. Our ex, our sponsors are very special. Our vendors, our attendees, everyone is very important to us. And I mean that sincerely. And if you ask an attendee some, who's been more than once, uh, you know, not to toot our own horn, but, you know, of course I will, is mm-hmm. that we, they love us because we're people, people, and we care about what they think. We care about what they say. If they need hold handing to register, we do it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so we, we pride ourselves in that. My team and I pride ourselves in, in treating everybody the way we would like to be treated when we go to a conference. So, so there. Yes, I'm on the website now. I'm looking around. It looks awesome. I do recognize a, a few of the speakers. Chris Stevenson, I know, has yeah. been to Filex before. Um, Deborah Atkinson, I think I listened to her podcast. Oh, great. Yeah, so, she's great too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly Coulter, I think I'm in her Facebook group, you know, so I... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I a great marketing person. Yeah, we've got some 
some great, really different stuff. Great, great variety. I mean, it's hard to choose. You know, when you see a track, you go, oh my gosh, I want this, but I want this too. So we can't be in two places at once, but uh, unless we're virtual. So yeah, really fun stuff. Great energy, um, easy sign up. So yeah, good prices. Quick question. And then I've got one one um, closing question and then we'll, we'll leave, go, uh, leave you to it. What percentage, is it mainly an Arizona-based convention or do people come all over North America? Do you know those, those numbers? I do. Um, our out-of-state um, was 27%. Um, gotcha. We can call ourselves international because we definitely have had people from, oh, Canada, yeah. Mexico, yeah. I think Germany. Australia? Yeah, I mean, not, not, it's just a few percent, you know, it's less than 5% as far as international. Will but I be the first Australian? I don't know. Uh, yeah, you, you're coming in September. So yeah, now we do. Yeah, I yeah, don't remember, do. probably. <laughs> but yeah, it's so about 27% out of state. Um, uh, you know, we've got a nutrition rate at our, um, you know, contract at our hotel, and, and we're really filling it up. So that to me is a good sign that people are okay with travel. Um, I know that Canada border's not open yet, but I heard they might be opening this summer. Um, so, so yeah, I think, uh, well, I hear the airports and, and the, the travel and trying to get a rent a car in our country is insane. So people are getting out. And so uh, we're excited about having a, a good, good attendance for our September event. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, Janice, my, my closing question that I like to always finish up with is just around mentors. So you're obviously a mentor for plenty of people out there in the fitness industry. I'm curious to hear who your biggest mentors have been. And they can be whether you've you've paid them to do a course or a coaching program or whether they've just um, you've been other presenters or you've learned that your, your skills from them or whether it's books that you've read or people that you follow on, on social media. If you could give us your, your two or three biggest mentors over the years, who would you say, Janice? Well, I, I love um, following um, Brendan Burchard. I mm. think he's very motivating. And anytime I listen to um, YouTuber or podcast for him, I just really get psyched. Um, I am, I'm reading Brene Brown, Dare to uh, Lead right now. <clears throat> you probably know her, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I really, you know, I had a, I, I need to get back to my own, you know, have, I actually also have a coaching business, a business coaching business, but I, of course, believe that everyone should also have a coach. So I don't have one at the moment, but I had a great business coach um, several months back. And so just having someone who you keeps you accountable, um, you know, I think we all need to. Uh, someone to a mentor who will keep us accountable and, and run things back and forth. But I really think that might also, I'm going to say that um, my team, um, Gretchen, Amber and Joanna and Tyler, they are really my confidants. And, and, you know, we, we all have very open meetings as far as I love to listen to their, their opinions and their thoughts. And they have such great ideas. And I, you know, I, I'm, I'm never, um, a micromanager or, or a dictator. I just, it's just not in my personality. So, so my team is really, um, if you want to call them mentors, like we're, we're just, a, we are just a great team. And like I mentioned earlier, you know, loyal, thinking outside of the box, you know, 
11 p.m. they'll think of something and they're off the clock. And and I'm just so lucky to have that kind of a, a team and, and anyone who any of our exhibitors or sponsors or attendees or presenters will tell you that they love our, you know, they love my, my admin team. So um, if that answers your question, I think that's the best way I can answer that. So, you know, and I'm sure I've other, I've had other mentors over, over the years, but, um, but that, but it's, it's nice to have a a great team and then to listen to inspiring um, podcasts and things to get you going. Um, This isn't really a mentor, but, um, you know, I, I listen to the Calm app. Um, um, I try to meditate um, daily, and I don't. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard of the Calm app, and there's just always some inspiring things. So just always staying on your toes and staying focused and staying staying positive. And I have I've remained mainly positive through the whole COVID thing because we we lost we lost a lot. You know, um, financially it was tough having to make the decision to go virtual twice was insanely tough and pulling it off so beautifully. Uh, So, you know, you've got to stay strong. You've got to stay resilient and positive and continue to serve, to serve others. Because I, I truly am not just saying that it sounds so, Oh, I love to serve, but I I mean it, (laughs) you know, it, it, it it feeds my, it feeds me. So uh, it gives me as much or more as it gives them. So for whatever reason, it's just a thing for, for me. So. No, I love it. I agree hundred percent. I think that like, and that, that's the way just in terms of happiness, I feel I'm mm-hmm. happy. The, the, if I'm unhappy, I just go and help someone and then I feel good. So I think it's yeah. just a, a good mindset to have, but Hey, Janice, I want to be sensitive of your time. That's pretty much all I wanted to get through today. Is okay. there anything I should have asked you, but didn't, or anything you want to finish this off with? I don't think so. We would just love to see to see everybody at Fitness Fest outside of Phoenix, Arizona, September 9th through the 12th, 2021, um, fitnessfest.org. Uh, I don't know when this will air, but our prices go up. I want to say July 15th is our next price break. So I'll get, I'll, I'll make sure I launch this before then. Yeah. Great. I appreciate that. I appreciate you um, thinking enough of me and fitness fest to have, have, have me on. I, I just love sharing fitness fest and my journey and my story and, and uh, hope to meet you in person. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time, Janice. Thank you. Take care. Be safe. Thank you for listening. If you liked this show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review for show notes and free training on how to grow your fitness business. Visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you. 
or you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.